Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're tra- chatting with Mike Reese, who is one of the original writers of The Simpsons, and he has written a book called Springfield Confidential, which is very funny and also, as I said, takes you inside this world that a lot of people don't really think about. Um, one of the things, and I didn't know, as I said, I've known you for a long time, I didn't know about kind of your start in trying to get a, you know, become a, you know, a big-time comedy writer, which obviously you are. But you know, you've had to deal with things like you, know, you, you actually wrote for, for Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show, and, and he, he required you guys to write, and I, you know, I, I still want to make sure it's not a typo, 60, <laughs> joke, 60 jokes a day. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe Mike Reese is still alive. Um, yeah, you really had to put out 60 jokes a day for Johnny Carson? I had to put out 60 jokes a day. All the other writers put out 60 jokes a day. Uh, there would come down to a pool of 300 jokes. It was also regimented, too. It was just a quota system. So we give the head writer 300 jokes. He would whittle those down to 18 jokes. Carson would get those. He would cut it down to 12 jokes. And yet still, night after night, half the jokes would bomb. And people would always say to me, Johnny's so funny when he bombs. Do you write him bad jokes on purpose so he'll bomb? So... And that was it. It was very hard. And by the end of the day, you know, you'd write your 60 jokes, and then I'd go home. There was no humor left in me. I, 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 no- I can't imagine your poor wife would be like, you must have been like a, a, a rag or something. I mean, I, it, I it, was a zombie, yes. Um, and, uh, well, it just, it just, it just, again, it, it, it just talks about, you know, just how, um, you know, how elite this kind of world is and just how difficult it is. But also, it, it does sound like it is the ultimate fun job. It is fun. It is fun. If you're working on a good show that you can be proud of, it's definitely fun because your job, you sit in a room with the funniest people you've ever met in your life. You know, you made me fun. Oh, this guy works really funny. But the people I work with are just amazingly funny. And even after 30 years going into The Simpsons, I'm nervous every single day. I am intimidated by the other writers I work with, including, you know, writers I hired, because they're all such sharp people. But then the job is just, we need a joke here, and everyone throws out ideas till somebody makes everyone laugh, and then it goes in, and hey, that's fun, but now we go to line two and line three. It's just, it's a, it's a, a little bit of an assembly line, and uh, I did the math once. I think it takes, for every joke in a Simpsons episode, it's taken eight writer hours. In other words, about every single joke in the script has required eight writers to sit around for an hour till they hit something just right. right. You know, Mike, what, you know, are there, um, when you look back at the Simpsons, because so many of these episodes are just so iconic and, and and really have been so celebrated you you, you predicted the Donald Trump presidency I mean it's oh, yeah. what, what, what can you what can you say about the Simpsons is there anything um, that has surprised you about 
I guess the success or, or, or well, I, I guess you've already answered that because he said, you know, you thought it would last six weeks. But is there any kind of one episode or, or one series of jokes that's really surprised you or that continues to surprise you? Uh, there was one early on, an early episode where uh, we did an episode, second season, about Krusty the Clown reuniting with his Orthodox rabbi father. And, uh, you know, everything about it seemed wrong. It was about Orthodox Judaism. We had three rabbis on the payroll that week doing research for us to get all our biblical quotations right. And it was also, it was a whole episode not about the Simpsons. They're barely in it. It was about Krusty and his, his troubled father. And uh, and we put this on the air just not knowing what we had at all if we betrayed the fans. And literally, it's funny, for a Jewish-themed show, the uh, the phones lit up like a Christmas tree. We just <laughs> had never gotten such a strong response to anything we'd done. And someone called to say, I watched that episode, and then I called my father for the first time in 25 years. So it was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, not just that people responded to it so strongly, but that it wasn't even about The Simpsons. It really emboldened us to say, we can do shows about the other characters, too. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.